What's going on, everybody? We are back for another episode of Joel Cupcake Live. I don't know why I do this every time. You know what you're watching. You know why you're here. You know what the fuck is going on. How are we doing? Thanks for everybody that checked out that last episode with Calvin. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. We talk about his time in the Marines. We talk about, you know, how it kind of led him from being like a born Republican into like a Democrat. Some of the negative experiences he encountered in the Marines and then just like a whole plethora of awesome shit. Uh, how much new metal rules, all sorts of all sorts of fun stuff. Um, check that out if you haven't. Um, if you like my Bowie sticker here that's on my microphone, uh, I just updated the merch store. The link is in the description for all that. Uh, per usual, drop me a drop me a you know a like on uh, all the social media platforms or a follow and a sub here on YouTube. That'd be rad. I would appreciate it. Um, my eyes a little sensitive today, so we're, we're rocking the eye patch. I, I still have my Bell's palsy. For those of you that. Um, you know, aren't super savvy at following me on the internet. So uh, sometimes I, I have to just kind of cover it up when it's sensitive or just, you know, being really abrasive plus staring at a screen for so long is a little difficult, you know, and I still really can't use the side of my mouth if you can't tell from the camera. Uh, anyways, today's guest, um, you know, as you know, I brought it up a thousand times on this show. I've been a promoter for technically 16 years now. Um, I don't even remember how long I've known my guest today. Uh, he has, I, I feel like I've watched him grow up. Um, he's a great kid. Well, great dude. I should say he's not a kid anymore. Um, so I'm happy to have him on the show. You know, I've had some pretty names, pretty big names on the show. And as much as I like doing that, like I also kind of wanted to go away from that because this show is about me and about my friends, about the people like I love and respect and enjoy having in my life. And, uh, Andy, my guest today is one of those people. So uh, Andy plays drums in a band called No Right. He is just like a solid ass dude. Um, you've probably seen him around, whether it's on the internet, at a show, in a music video, what have you not. But um, let's get him in here. Andy, my Yo, man. What's there, up? There he is. Mr. Andrew Hout. How we doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Good, good, good. As you're one of my first formal straight edge guests, so this beer is for you. Andy. Thank you, thank you. Water thank for you. me. Water, water, water. Beer. Cheers, baby. Cheers. Let's go. There you go. That's it. I'm drinking this. This. I know you don't care, Andy, but for people watching, <laughs> this Golden State cider. It's actually really good. Like a lot of the boozy ciders are either very sugary, like to the point where it's like I'm drinking a fucking melted icy with alcohol. You know. I'm sure you can imagine, Andy, what that's oh, like. Totally. Or it's like <laughs> super just flat, and it's like the bottom of a of a bottle of apple juice. You know what I mean? Where all the flakes are. This one's like a, a good good taste, you know. So so it's nice. You know, I wanted I, to. I, I recommend it. Oh, dude! There you go. You got the blessing. <laughs> yeah, you got the, the straight blessing. edge blessing. You know, that's a hard thing to get in life. Yeah, Andy. It, you know. You know, I may have I may have been blessed with that straightage blessing once or twice myself. You know what I mean? Usually, it's revoked hours later. But like, you know, every <laughs> once in a while, I, 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 you know, I've gotten it a few times myself as well. So yeah, you're um, lucky. A couple of your best friends are straight edge too, mm -hmm. so they can just kind of hand it to you whenever you need it. Yeah. Well, I also understand and respect it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, and when I got the Bell's palsy, it was actually interesting. Like the first two months I had Bell's palsy, I didn't drink at all. You know, which is mm -hmm. probably the longest I've gone in recent memory without doing it. But, like, I also, like, you know, I drink when I see my friends. I don't sit around at home, like, 
and get fucking blackout like piss wasted. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, you used to come over to the old house when we had like the Ragers. That was it was a little little bit different back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, those were fun times. But yeah, but they were fun times. I was never like it's never like oh Joel's gonna like get drunk and fight somebody drunk. You know? <laughs> was that a thing? No, no. Okay. I've never been that person. <laughs> is my point. Yeah, like, of course. Like all I ever do is like make really inappropriate jokes or like eat way too much food and then pass out for like 12 hours. That sounds like me not drunk. Yeah. I actually was, I actually, you know, I was talking to Taylor Moria recently and I, 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 who was I, I was talking to somebody earlier this week and I had an argument with them about the whole, like, so, you know, the whole in and out thing with like the four by fours and like the limits and all the stuff now. Right. Wait, there's limits now. So you can, you can only order a four by four. Okay. You, you can't order anything bigger because, when people figured out you could go order a, a 14 by 14, like there was some kid. I don't know if you remember this, the dude on YouTube that like, he like got famous before his channel got shut down because he would go eat like copious amounts of food. Like basically like how much of this food can I eat before I throw up? Yeah. So he ordered like a 20 by 20 or something like atrocious from in and out burger. And he ate the whole thing on camera and he threw up, but because of like, I don't know what, I don't. I don't remember, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make it up. But long story short, he ended up in the hospital because of how much he was throwing up yeah. from eating this this like twenty by twenty, and like his parents tried to sue In and Out or some crazy. It was so long ago. I don't even remember the whole story. So yeah. now In and Out won't let you get long bigger than a four by four. You can order two four by fours. Yeah, but that's it. You know, you can't. You can't go like I want an eight by eight. You yeah. know. So we were on tour one day. And like, you know, I was on tour with Moria uh, back in when I was, you know, you know, a wee lad, you know, um, and, you know, uh, somebody challenged my uh, my uh, not my ego, like, you know, my fat guy pride. And you're a chubby guy. You understand. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, I bet you can't eat this in and out. And he was like, eat two four by fours and two things of fries. And I was like, that's easy. Well, jokes on me because it was easy, but I had been drinking all day. <laughs> So, like, I remember, all I remember, Andy, is, like, I ate all the food. We took, like, the last day of tour picture. You know what I mean? <laughs> the last thing I remember is me going, Taylor, I need Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> and then he told me I passed out in the back of the van. And then I woke up 12 hours later on the couch at his parents' house. <laughs> with his, with his, and his mom had, like, like tea or something ready for me to drink or like ginger ale or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, of course. And I was like, whoa. And I, I wasn't even that drunk when I did the eating. Like it was like the end of the day. You know what yeah. I mean? So like I totally tapered off my, my, and I was like, whoa, holy shit, dude. <laughs> but the four by fours put you to sleep. Dude, they, that was, I was out, dude. It was like better than weed, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so maybe I might have to try that next time I need to go to sleep. Dude. And it's, it's, you know, you would think that the four by four, you think some people are like, oh, that's too much meat. But like the way in and out grills their buns, they always retain flavor. I love it. Mm -hmm. But also there's it's cheese and meat. So you're still getting all the different, you know, getting a variety of juicy flavors. Yeah, I don't think I've any I don't think I've ever had anything more than a double double, honestly, but I'll uh, I'll back you on that. Sure. Well, when the pandemic's over, Andy, I'll take you out for four by fours. How about that? OK, that's fine. And I'll buy you those fries that I stole from you. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't even remember when that happened. But once upon a time, Andy stole my fries in and out, you guys. 
So what happened was I was after a show and of course, you, of course, yeah, yeah, we were, we were all done with our meals and you just, I think you were going to the bathroom and you're just like, I, or like you had a call or something. You're like, I'll be right back. Andy, you could have some of my fries. And obviously what I took is that is I can have all the fries and that's exactly what I did. And yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you more pissed off in my life. <laughs> it was probably, do you remember did the show? Did the show go bad? I don't even know. Because I'd probably lost a bunch of money, and then you ate my fries. <laughs> so it was probably like my the icing vin- on the cake. My vengeance was just coming out upon you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it probably wasn't even really what you did. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm a large man. If if anything, you helped me by eating those fries. You know? Sure, we could take it as that. I still feel I still feel bad for it. Well, that's because you're a good person. That has nothing to do with anything else. You know? Well, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I promise. But- next time, fries. <laughs> Okay, I'm down. I got the 4x4, four four, you got the fries. Perfect. Bet. 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 Uh, anyways, Andy, okay, so you drum for No Right. Um, for those uh, anybody that doesn't know No Right, check them out. They're a, um, I hate saying this, but I still don't know the appropriate way to say it. You guys are a female-fronted hardcore metalcore band from the Bay Area. And you're all, everyone in the band is still straight edge, right, as well? Yeah, everyone's straight edge. Okay, I just I know you have like one or two new people from the last time I booked you mm-hmm. in the band, right? I think. Yeah, uh, we just had the swap. Um, we added Thomas, and then uh, Tyler um, took off. Okay, there you go. Okay, so so never mind. I do know everybody then. So, but yeah, so straight edge like hardcore metalcore band from the Bay Area. They're awesome. Um, they've been on a bunch of hard time shows, pent up shows. You play for some other people as well in the Bay locally. Like, you know, I know you guys are. Have start, you started doing some touring before you know COVID lit the world on fire. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and you're the drummer. How long have you been drumming for now, Andy? I, I always forget. Oh, I uh, I think I was trying to think of this the other day. Um, I think I started when I was uh, like 15 or 16. So it's been a little, it's been a little more than 10 years. I think 11 or 12 at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you and I became. I shouldn't say we became good friends until we've only become good friends like the last couple of years. But like you and I became. I would say more than acquaintances in the choose your character days. Right. Yeah. I'd definitely say so. Yeah. Like, cause you were in a couple of bands before that. So, okay. So you started playing drums when you were like 15 or 16. So were you, did you start playing drums in high school or before or junior high? I think it was right during high school because I oh. wanted to play guitar. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think something, I think what happened was something happened to our guitar. I think like my guitar got like stolen or something like that. And oh, then at damn. that point I was just like, I wanted to play drums. Everyone in my family played drums. Okay. So yeah. So what, it, how it started really was, um, my mom had uh, her brother, her brother played drums in a huge band. It was doing a lot of touring. Um, and I think the last thing she wanted in the family was more drums. So, what like, are you allowed to say? What band? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in um, a band called Country Joe and the Fish. Oh, okay, I've actually yeah. heard of that. So, like, they had the one hit wonder during the, I think, like the Vietnam War. Um, okay. But he, they played Woodstock. They played uh, Monterey oh, Pop shit. Fest. Oh, yeah, shit. They, yeah, they did some shit, which is cool. And um, yeah, so just her growing up, like, she would always have like her brother playing drums at the house, and I'm sure she was annoyed by it as someone should be because it's a loud <laughs> annoying um instrument so it's a loud like, annoying hobby yeah exactly so like when i first like wanted to start playing music my parents or like my mom was like oh let's get him on piano first let's try like guitar maybe we'll mm-hmm. hit him with a little flute and like the whole time i was just like i want to play drums 
It's hilarious. And, yeah, I saw like my uncle always played drums, and one of my cousins played drums too. And damn, finally, really? Huh? So damn, literally the whole family. Yeah, yeah, straight up, the whole family like had drums, and it was and it was all on my mom's side too, which is so funny. But That's like finally, at like I don't know what happened, I don't know what gave, but she was just like, "All right, we'll give this kid drums." I back that. And yeah, that's just kind of how it was. It's I started playing. Uh, I just took lessons for like five years and just kept playing, having fun. Now, did you start playing drums? Were you already like going to shows, kind of involved in the local music scene, or did that come kind of second second? Um, it was almost at the same time. I think um, when I was when I got the drum set. Um, me and my friend were like kind of trying to start a band and we're just trying to like play music and stuff. And I think it was like, I don't know when, but it was definitely around that time where I started going to shows. Like I think my, I think my first show was at the Regency. And after that, like, I think we started our band. I can't remember like exactly what, but it was about the same time. At the Regency? Like, yeah. you, oh, the first show you went to. Yeah, the first show I went to okay. was at Regency. I was like, damn. I was like, you have a, I was like, I didn't know you played the ballroom, Andy. Shit, dude. What no, we, we, we played the ballroom uh, last year. What show was that? We uh, Turned Over and Turnstile. Oh, that's right. I, always, I forgot you guys opened that because I didn't go. Yeah, dude, that was that. That's a crazy. That was a crazy unreal show. Dude, that that is unreal. Yeah, but, like for like my first show to be at Regency, and then like and then like ten years later to be playing like the Regency Ballroom yeah. is just absolutely unreal. Yeah, like, that's all actually, my friends there too. That's so full circle, dude. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, so well, what was your first show that you ever saw then? Uh, my first show <laughs> was uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence. That's that's sick. <laughs> that was a cool show. It was them and I think The Birthday Massacre. I think that Whoa. was their name. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, big trip you on just, that. You just made me feel old as fuck bringing up those two bands. <laughs> like, I already feel old. Yeah. But you like my Bucky's koozie, by the way? Yeah, that's sick. Bucky's is is okay. This is dumb. This is dumb for me. This is a gas station, right? Yes, I know you guys haven't gotten to spend a lot of time in Texas on the road. Uh, we went to Texas twice, but I don't even think we've hit a Bucky's, dude. Okay, well, first off, you're not a real band, then. Sorry, I hate to tell you that. <laughs> and I know Toshio and Sierra might get offended by me saying that. I don't care. You gotta hit the buck, dude. Like, okay, think about. You know how, like, when you're on, on tour and you're like, I want to stop at, like, the Pilot or the Flying J because it's, like, they have everything and it's usually the, a little bit cleaner of everything? Mm-hmm. Now, think about that uh-huh. combined with a Walmart, but everything has the beaver on it. <laughs> That's it? That's a Bucky's, dude. It's, okay. it's, it's, like, it's literally the nicest gas station you'll ever enter, ever, period. Okay. Yes. Sure. <laughs> are you are you vegan? I don't remember. No, I'm not vegan. Okay, because uh, I, I just they have this thing that they sell. I don't even know what it is, but they're just called beaver nuggets. It's like coated and it's something coated in like I think caramel. Honestly, I don't ask questions. I just fucking eat them. But next time you're on tour in Texas, I know sometimes they're out of the way, like they're in between the cities. Like they're they're ne- you're, there's never like a Bucky's in the middle of Dallas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of course. Trust me, you'll walk in and be like, this place is like a redneck paradise you know like (laughs) 
the dude the buck the buck is real brother that's all i have to say okay because i've always seen everyone with like bucky shirts and yeah so like they have they have merchandise lines dude they have like bath towels throw blankets pillows you know like obviously hoodies hats shirts koozies i have bucky stickers like all on my car on a water (laughs) jug like everything in the house has bucky's somewhere on it you know what i mean you live by the buck dude I fuck with the buck. You know what I mean? Fuck with the buck. Let's go. You know what I mean? So like, (laughs) but like you walk in and they have like regular food and then they have all these snacks that are like, just like the regular snacks you get anywhere else, but Mm -hmm. they're all named something with like a beaver, like beaver nuggets. You know what I mean? Like their standard snack is just a giant bag. It's just a Bucky's beaver nuggets. And then it's this motherfucker just all big on the front of it. You know what I mean? And out in front of every Bucky's, there's a fucking beaver statue of a beaver wearing a hat at like a 45 degree angle. Okay. I think I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen someone post like a tour photo there. The Wolf King guys are like obsessed with Bucky's and you know them. Yeah. I was going to say, I've definitely seen some of the guys there like taking photos. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then like, obviously me and uh, Daniel Defonce are both like, obsessed with Bucky's as well. Yeah. So, and I know you. I know you and Dan are friends online, so that yeah. could be it too. But yeah, but go to Bucky's, dude. It's so sick. Like, it's like one of those. Like, when we're in Texas, like even if it's two hours out of the way, I'll make Trina come with me to go to go to a Bucky's, dude. <laughs> so, damn. Just go. Okay. I, prom- I promise. Yeah. I promise you. I promise the two you. or three times I think I've driven through Texas, I think we're always in a rush. Yeah. Well, so, like, Texas is like, I feel like us West Coast folk, we don't understand like how big Texas is. Like it takes yeah. 18 hours to drive across the whole state. Yeah. Or, or some nonsense like that, I think. You know what I mean? But especially like people don't, people are always like, why is there never, or like, why did bands take two days off between California and Dallas? It's like, dude. The, the amount of time it, it takes, like, so, like, because my parents live just north of El Paso. You know what I mean? It takes 19 hours to drive from the South Bay mm-hmm. to El Paso. And El Paso to Dallas is, like, another nine hours. Yeah. Like, people don't realize that. Like, that's yeah. a that's a literally a day's worth of driving. So, what happened... Um... The, uh, a band I filled in for, we did a tour. It was supposed to be like a two or like three week long tour where we were supposed to like go to a festival in Dallas. It was centered mm-hmm. around a festival in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then we were like go up north and play some shows, like hit like get up to like Utah or maybe Montana yeah. and then hang like left and go like Oregon, Washington and California. But um, what ended up happening was like we didn't hear back like from the promoters or the, the guy um booking the shows and like a week before we were supposed to leave we finally got like the routes and it was like a, a show in fresno <clears throat> excuse me a uh, a show in arizona and then like a day later literally we had like like an overnight to travel to dallas to play a show and then we had and then like we were able to stay there for like a day i think and then we had to go straight to vegas but like oh, we God. couldn't even stay there because we had no time that's dude i know that sometimes it happens and i know booking being a booking agent isn't easy but sometimes i see shit and i'm like what the fuck yeah like yeah even i looked at that and i was just like i don't know about that that i literally just talked about this was it on was it on someone else's show or was it on mine i don't know but like when i toured with arsonists mm-hmm. we did that tour that dies today i don't know if you remember seeing that Uh-oh. dude the tour started we had a show 
So like the routing dates we had to book last minute. Yeah. So it's kind of a, like shut up and take what you can get from the van's agent at the time. Yeah. Who I don't even remember who that was at the time. My, was it Dan? No, I don't think it was Stefan's. I don't know who it was. Doesn't matter. And we literally listen to this, Andy. First show, Tahoe. Okay. Second, and there was no days off in between. First show, Tahoe. Second show, Nebraska. Third show, Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Is that one of the tours you went on too? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Now, I have never started a tour that angry and drunk. <laughs> because, like, you literally, like, driving from Tahoe to Nebraska in a day. Yeah. And you go through, like, all the dangerous driving you can do. Because yeah. you have to go through Colorado and then like kind of up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we literally, it was like we only ate gas station food for twenty four hours because yeah. we didn't have enough time to get gas and then stop somewhere else for food. Like it was that gnarly with yeah. like the the go time. <laughs> we literally showed up and Arsonist had to play on all of the local band's gear. Oh man, just because like it. that's that's how late we were to the show. Wow. Yeah, like it was like I was like never again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> never again. But then also, but then we spent five weeks on tour that dies today, and that was tight. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Is that the one that was with structures? No. So the structures tour was before that tour. Okay, gotcha. Because I think I had a laminate from that tour. Yeah, that tour with. It was like structures, arsonists within the ruins, and I think ion dissonance. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I remember I had that thing, and I and I honestly I rocked it for a long time because I loved that. I loved all those bands. Yeah, structures. I don't know what happened, dude. Like, I'm that man, that man so could sad. be. They would literally be like Silent Planet right now. Like if they were still around, you know, they'd yeah. be like that big. Like, I know the t the music styles aren't the exact same between yeah. those two bands, but like they'd be dude like that, and they were the nicest fucking kids. Yeah, like ugh, I miss those guys, dude. Yeah, same. I was so bummed though because like when I was like really liking them, I think they only played one show in the Bay Area, and that they was at the the Refuge. Yep. And then every other show they were supposed to play here, like either their visas got canceled, like they couldn't get in because their visas, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. uh, they had van issues. Yeah. And, and, and so like the, the the one show we were supposed to see him at was your show that uh, Vale of Maya. It was like what was it? Vale of Maya. Here comes the Kraken. Uh, Viljarta. Oh yes. Stacked lineup. Absolutely stacked. And I was like giddy with joy at that whole lineup, especially structures because that was my favorite. That was one of my that was one of my favorite shows we've ever booked. That was such a good show. And then and then like I think like two days before structures like had like van issues in Arizona mm -hmm. or something. And stuck. I was just, yeah, and I was like I was almost ready to cry honestly because I loved that band so much. And then yeah. like and then I was just like please don't cancel, please don't cancel, and they couldn't show up. Yeah, that's why I was able. To, we added a local. Do you remember who opened that show? We added a local. Did you? I don't. Um, no, it was. Was it soothing sound of flight? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, I remember that. Holy yeah. We we added them because structures was like, I knew they weren't gonna make it because like I knew the guys, so they were like texting me like, dude, we're not gonna make it. Like, we're, yeah. I know the agents acting like we will. He's like, we're not playing that show. I was like, okay. motherfuckers, dude. That's. I remember that show. Everybody was giving me shit because I booked it in the atrium. Like, do you remember that? Like, yeah, well, I, I, I don't remember, remember. I don't remember people giving you shit for that. Well, so remember we did the last bleeding through show when they broke up with with Moria, right? With, yeah, with Moria and Lionheart and Winds of Plague. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I left that in the atrium, and everyone was like, "Why the fuck are you doing that in the atrium?" And then, do you I remember? remember I went on like a two-year kick of like, I'm just gonna put all the bitches in the atrium because it's more fun. Yeah. And that's what I did with that Vanilla Mile, Will Jarta. I can never say that fucking band <laughs> show. And I remember that show was so much fun. Yeah. And like a lot of like the, the people that mosh too much too hard weren't didn't come because it was all like tech bands yeah so everybody just had a fucking good ass time i loved that show dude that was such a good show i'm always a bigger fan of like smaller like spaces just because it puts everyone together because i don't like seeing shit like exactly. spread out. like because like like to defend you like if you put it in a big room like one we don't know how many people are going to show up and like two like it's it's if if enough people do show up like maybe it might not even be like good because the, yeah. the room is so that room is so big well and i think i always try to explain to like the people that come to our shows that that don't play music you know what yeah. i mean so i'm like okay so you're inconvenienced because i crammed 350 people into the atrium but say the show only does four 400 tickets in the in the big room how do you think the band feels playing in a big room that's not even half sold out yeah, exactly. And then like the band has to come out seeing that too. Like I love I love like getting on my kit and then seeing everyone just crammed together and it just it just it's almost like an mm-hmm. illusion where it just it makes it look like there's more people too. And it just yeah. gets everyone like more hyped. It's just more fun. Like like the yeah. fucking you know, we're coming up on the anniversary of the last pinup show that we did, which is that fucking Terror Warrior show that yeah. you guys were on. Like bro, that thing was fucking sold out. It was nutty, you know. Was it sold out? Yeah, we sold that show out. Oh my god, that was such a fun show. Yeah, it was absolutely nuts. The Warriors popped off so hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. The I think I would say the only negative part about that show, and I know like you guys and Dare really got the brunt of it, was like we didn't have a chance to come in and check out the sound system ahead of time. Yeah, and so like it wasn't. It basically like you know no shade at the vets hall because I love working with Chris and those dudes, yeah. but like it wasn't up to the snuff with what we had told you you guys and all the touring bands it was yeah because also, you guys just weren't prepared for what was there and also the room too it's been yeah. it had been like what 10 years since the show had <laughs> yeah. happened there yeah. yeah so like no one really like knows how it's yeah. gonna go well i mean i still i felt really bad for you guys and dare because i could tell you were both really frustrated with like the sound issues yeah. you know what i mean and it's like some sometimes it's on the engineer sometimes it's on the room sometimes it's just you know shit just doesn't work sometimes you know so either way like the show was so fucking tight though. Yeah. And like, I was, I was glad you guys were able to play, play that, you yeah. know, for us. Cause I know like I get a lot of stuff that I know that we're able to offer to you guys. And then like timing just doesn't work, you know, yeah. that show was just so much fun. And like, you know, you, you remember going to the vet's hall back in the day, right? Like you, I, you, I, I never went to the vet's oh, hall. Oh, you never did. Okay. No. Cause that was okay. 10 years ago. That was like, that was right. I think that was right as I was like starting to go to local shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because that was for the rest of us, for us fucking old geezers. That was a really big deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. To have like the vets hall back. So, yeah, Nick over at Hard Times and I, you know, everybody knows Nick Bain, you know, like he, him and I worked so hard to make all that happen and work. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad that that was the last show memory we have, but I'm also happy. Yeah, because it was such a good show. Like we had young kids, old kids. There was no fights. There was no bullshit. Yeah, like. I mean, we had 500 people in that room, and there was not a single fucking issue. You know That's what I so mean? Sick. That's yeah. crazy. It was dude. It was. It was I can't, are we really coming up to a year? Is it a year now? It was like the what was it? The 15th? I thought it could have been. It was it. Today. Hold on, let me open up a tab and look. Oh lord. Because I thought it was like the end of February. Because uh, you know what? Let me just look on my Instagram. Hold on. Because like, um, 
you know, um, cause the Wolf King show that we canceled was going to be the show after that. Yeah. And that was like March 12th. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, then it could have been, it might've been like the 18th or something, but we're, uh, we're close. Like it's, it's days right now. Yeah. Hold on. Is there, is there going to, if once this is all over, is, um, the, is the vet's hall going to still be a thing? From what I know, yes. Okay. Um, they have not sig- signaled any other direction to me. Yeah. Um, hold on. When was that fucking show? Yeah. I mean, like, no one really knows what's going on right now, honestly. It was February 22nd, so you were close. Ah, uh, okay. So we're what? Like, we're, we're close. Like a wow. week away, almost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was really the last time most... That was the last time I was at a show. I think that's the last time I played a show. I think, I think you're so. right. It I was either that right. or because we played a, we played Washington. I think the week before or the week after. I think you went on tour right after that show. So yeah, we yeah. I think it was just like we did a fly in to Washington for a fest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so we did that, and I think that was it. Because yes. we were no. So we were supposed to do a tour um, going out to Texas. So we were supposed to play um, a fest with Gulch. Um, we were going to tour with our friends in Soulblind and and play some shows with a couple people. And then like it was literally the weekend of the lockdown. Oh fuck, dude! That's yeah. So, so we much, were dude. so bummed because like at at first like I was like um, because like like my whole fa- like my dad's side of the family is in medical. Like my dad knew we were going on tour, and he's just like, oh, I don't know if you should be doing this. And I was kind of like talking to the band, like, hey, like. I don't think like we should be doing this. And like, we all just kind of talked a lot. It was like a whole, like, I think it was like a week or two, like thing of conversation, like every day about this. And then finally it just hit like the lockdown just hit, like can't go anywhere. Can't leave. Can't do nothing. No shows. Everything canceled. Yeah. Like when, so like that Wolf King show was supposed to be like March, like 11th or something Mm -hmm. like that at the vet's hall. And everybody was like psyched because it was like sick. We had a hardcore show. Now we have like a, you know, like a more like thrashy metal show at at the vet's hall. Like, oh, Vets Hall's back in full swing. That We made that show like eight bucks or something. Like, we worked out a cool deal. Because the Vets Hall, like, the new guy running it, his name's Chris. He's an awesome fucking dude. He's like, I want people to be here again. So, for that Wolf King show, I was like, listen. I was like, I want to do a really cheap ticket so all, like, the thrash metalheads and, like, young kids can come. Because, like, there's a lot of real young metalheads in Santa Cruz right now. Mm-hmm. And um, there's that sepsis band that's been playing i don't know if you've seen them around they played a couple shows they played like one or two shows at purge before purge shut down Mm -hmm. um they're all like 16 17 18 and i think the oldest one's 19 but like every time we booked them at the catalyst they like had to play their set and fucking leave yeah so Uh, because it because it was like a bar and yeah all that stupid nonsense which i understand from a legal point but it's stupid um and so I was like, they were on the show and I was like, I want to make sure it's like cheap. I want kids to come check it out. I want people to know the Vets Hall's back as a home for like metal, punk and hardcore, like all of it, you know? Yeah. And so it was like, it was like an $8 ticket, dude. <laughs> like we knew the show was going to be hopping and it was like every day it was like back and forth. Like, cause you know, Frankie works in the medical field too. Yeah. And he was like, dude, I don't know. And then it came down to this whole, like, well, what if someone gets sick at our show and tries to come after us? Yeah. You know? And then there was, like, the vet's hall was like, well, we don't care. We have insurance. But, like, then it was, like, the county was, like, you're not supposed to have more than 50 people at a gathering. And we're like, well, fuck, dude. Yeah. And it was just, like, every day it was, like, 
Show's canceled. No, it's not. Show's canceled. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then finally, we were just like, no, we're just going to fucking cancel it. I'm glad we did in hindsight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, we could have gone through with that, but there would have been probably at least like 200 people there. But who knows what that would have done with COVID, you yeah, know? Exactly. And that was like right at the beginning because like no one really knew like what this was. Like we had mm -hmm. an idea of it, but we didn't really get like the full scope of it, of yeah. how serious it was mm -hmm, even. Mm -hmm. This was the first time any obviously – anyone's ever seen anything like this so like just no one knew what was happening it was just i don't want to say chaos but it was just a lot of confusion yeah yeah it was true. and i feel bad for like all you guys that had the tour like and had tours canceled and stuff and like dude like acacia strain was like they they're you know they're basically from boston more or less you know yeah. what i mean and then like they're they got fucking their shows got canceled when they were in portland so really? they just had to fucking like drive home halfway through tour <laughs> You know, Spite made it to like Nashville and their shows got canceled and they had to turn around and drive home. Oh, they went out to Nashville? I think so. Like they Whoa. were like four or five days into their tour. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's such a bummer. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I was just thinking like, like, yeah, like we, like it's a, it was a bummer for us, but like the people that are already out, like that sucks even more. Or especially like if you're like one, two shows in, like you mm -hmm. just got some money for like, like merch and like maybe a guarantee or something like that. But like you yeah. having to go all the way back, like that's a bummer. Dude, right? Oh god, I couldn't even imagine, dude. I feel, I just feel bad for them talking about it right now, dude. Yeah, but but yeah. Okay, so 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 we got way off subject, but as I told you earlier, I don't fucking care. It's my show. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> um. So you got you you know you saw, um, those bands at Regency. <laughs> yeah. And then so so you met some you met some people in the local scene and you started jamming because you've been in like some metalcore bands, some screamo e bands. Yeah, yeah, I met I met a couple I met, I met some people um like I met someone who brought me into the scene and after that I just started meeting other people and mm -hmm. um just from playing shows and just going to shows just meeting a bunch of people and and, and that's kind of what like um like influenced my music change at first like obviously like mindless self indulgence isn't anything similar to what I'm playing right now but um <laughs> that was kind of like what I was into like I was I was like the classic like scene beanie kid. And like loved like asking Alexandria and like Attack Attack all those bands. I mean, and, I mean, at some point in time, all of us were some sort of scene kid. Like, yeah. Andy, I grew up in the like you wear the tight pants and the track jacket with the flannel underneath, and you suit the front of your hair. Like yeah. that's how everyone did it. There was no such thing as like maybe on the East Coast there was, but on the West Coast it wasn't like oh here's the one tough dude at the show that that has a shaved head. <laughs> or like, here's the one tough dude at the show with the short hair and the camo, but he doesn't dress like the rest of us. We all dressed the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could walk into a show and everybody, like, you know, half the crowd was wearing the same Asley dying every time I die or drop dead gorgeous. Do you remember when everybody did the fucking, like, the track jackets? Yeah. Where it was like the turtleneck jackets that zipped up? Dude, that was basically my whole life getting into music, dude. Was that, yeah. it was that phase. Everybody did it, dude. <laughs> I don't think I ever did the track jacket, but I wish I did. Well, you like, were a little, you were a little young for that. Yeah, I think so. You but should was, do, no right should do track jackets, bro. Yo, I mean, we are we are an Adidas band, so I mean, we obviously already we are we already fuck with it. You know, I respect that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will. Let's see. I mean, I, like, I'm not allowed to wear anything but Adidas in this band, dude. Dude, you should just make an, a full no right tracksuit, dude. Yo, bet we'll do it. I fucking, I'd, I'd wear it. I'll text Sierra right now. Do it. Okay, right now. Bet. Do it on the episode. Hey, 
And tell her, tell her we need fat boy sizes because Joel wants one. Of course. XL or 2X? Uh, I'm XL in the pants and like 2 or 3X up top. Dude. All right. I'm, I'm 2X up top. Because I got, I, got I got a Hank Hill butt, so I got no butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's flat. It's very flat, so I can squeeze <laughs> into like XL pants down there. Ooh, okay. Which is kind of nice, actually, in a weird way. <laughs> like I'm like I buy three X shirts and X pants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> but well, that's fucking. That's, so that's tight. So like, what you know? Choose your character is probably your first like notable band, right? Because that was like when metalcore and like the heavier stuff really started to pop off in our local scene, right? Yeah. I would say. Yeah, that was definitely like the first like band that like was playing like a lot of shows and um, getting like I guess notoriety. I, I wouldn't even say that, but like because it was just like it was at that point it was just like all of our friends, like our our mm-hmm. our vocalists, um, Paul and Alex. They 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 knew everyone. They were already in the scene, yeah. like and they and they were they they just knew everyone, and that's kind of what it was for that band. Like I, and that's that was me. That was introducing me to a lot of a lot more people as well too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, re- I remember. So like there was like the San Jose skate days where like, yeah. it didn't matter. Like, you know, when we did San Jose skates and we did, when we had, when pen up before my time, cause I was, you know, I was never a supporter of the battle of the bands. That was always like the company did that with other people. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, cause like that was when it was still arsenic and pen up to, like working together. Mm-hmm. So like I was never a battle of the bands guy, but you know, from being around in those days that like, all the bands supported each other of the different genres. Like everybody was just tight with each other, even if they didn't mosh, Yeah, you know? And then we lost San Jose skate and then there was a low period and then we got the refuge. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, there was this time where like metalcore and hardcore just became so strong. Yeah. And then that was like, and then like we lost the refuge and there was this like fumble period where it was like, Oh, there's like, that fucking music place on the east side and then there was like we still had the venue a little bit and then there was like fucking um the fucking warehouse where we had that remember we had that nutty i declare war show upstairs in the the attic the attic attic. yeah yeah Yeah, i think we we played i think we played uh i think we played two shows there i don't think we played the i declare war show but i played my last show with choose your character at the attic you played there with goliath i think right yeah it was goliath because i remember they did the uh the sick cover yeah, that was the night where we had that whole incident where I fucking chased Christian <laughs> in the parking lot and whooped yeah. his ass. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget that story. Tosho tells that story perfectly because of like you and him like making eye contact and him unlocking the door. Yeah, <laughs> and you just getting out and grabbing. Well, and, well, and it was just funny because Christian was like he he called me like like a fat old man or something. I don't, Trocio probably remembers way better than I do. Yeah. And he was like, you can't catch me. And then like, Corey was like, I, I bet he'll whoop that ass. And I was like, I wasn't going to let Corey down. I was all yeah. hyped up. Cause that show was fucking fun as fuck. You yeah. Know? And just everything that was happening at in and out with two was just like chaos and fun. Like there was always fun at in and out post show. But I think that's like one of like the top three, like post show hangouts, I would say. Yeah. Because there was just, like, almost like the whole show showed up, dude. Yeah. Like, there were so many of us. We were fucking dicking around in the parking lot. I fucking chased Christian down. We were both shirtless. Yeah. Like, Christian was, like, scared for his life when I tackled his ass, dude. (laughs) I don't think I'd ever seen either of you two run so fast in my life. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I was just like, you know, he thought he was being cute, putting the old man on blast, you know, like <laughs> all you young whippersnappers like to do that a lot with me. And I think, I think he just finally pushed the button too far. You know what I mean? I th- I think that was like in his, like, that was his peak of like the assaulting days where he was just like pour salt on people's shoulders. Yeah. 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 That was like peak, like him like his well, ego Corey, was at like an all-time high with Corey that. from goliath bless his soul you know that's he's mr shit stir you know what i mean <laughs> so he's like over there like yeah fuck him up joel fuck him up joel yeah and then like yeah christian he can't catch you christian he won't do anything to you yeah 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 it's all good it's all good <laughs> i didn't know he was like that oh yeah dude. he was totally like yeah i want to see this shit happen dude <laughs> so it was hilarious that was such a good night dude that was so much and then we were in that in our parking lot forever dude yeah just like hanging out yeah that was that was honestly a great time just like that i think it was just like that like moment in time where it was just like in and out shows or like in and out like post show mm-hmm, stuff was mm-hmm. like the most popping thing because i'll remember like that one and like i think there was one with uh like bermuda too like, oh like, yeah in san lorenzo where like we took up like that whole in and out yeah, so there's like three shows that really ring a bell to me, and it's like that one we talked about after the attic. Yeah, the the San Lorenzo one actually that you yeah. just brought up, and then do you remember the night that I had Scarlet Ruse and Triumph Over Shipwreck come through from El Paso? Oh yeah, and then it was those just are like all the homies. Yeah, because like I think was Helmsley Party a band then? I don't remember. I think so. I think you guys played that, right? I don't did I? I don't know if I played that. No, but, was, no, no, no. I think Peacemaker played. Was that at the, the print shop? No, no, no. This was in San Jose. Oh, this is in San Jose. Okay. I don't think I played with Helms Deep at that show then. Maybe it wasn't Helms Deep because it was. Oh, you know what? I think Eighth Year played that show because it was with Maltov, remember? Okay, gotcha. But like after that show was just a fucking like my all my friends from the East, from like the Southwest were there, you know, because you had yeah. fucking. Scarlet Ruse and Triumph or Shipwreck were there. One of the dudes from Barbarian was on tour with Triumph. Yeah. So it was like all my homies yeah. from out there were there. <laughs> and then like, you know, all all the old dudes came because everybody knew Scarlet Ruse and Triumph guys mm-hmm. from touring. You know, so like all my all the old like all the Moria and Arsonist guys came and hung. It was yeah. tight, dude. Like those three, those like our three are like in the modern times, yeah. back in the arsenic days when I had that apartment. So like you didn't know me back then, but like uh, Steve Dean and I, who was the guy that played bass for Moria. Yeah. We had an apartment above a storage complex in Santa Cruz. Mm. So after five o'clock at night, we were the only people in the whole air in the whole complex. Yeah. So it was like an on-site manager's office that they converted into an apartment with a shower. Okay. So after 5 PM, we had no neighbors. <laughs> so like we would literally like, I mean like hundreds of people sometimes after the shows, yeah. Would come would come mob to our house and we would just rage everywhere. <laughs> you know, thinking about it now, I think Cheese Your Character might have played that. You know what? I think you guys did. I think we because Alex so. like loved Maltov. Yeah, I'm pretty sure someone in your band was really wet over Maltov. I remember. I think it was. I th- I'm pretty sure it was Alex. Yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we played that show. That was that that was a good show. There were so many shows. Like we played shows. Like, it's it's crazy to think this. Like we played shows almost like every weekend or every other weekend, and they it, and it was all in the Bay Area. Like whether it was San Francisco. Yeah. Like I think we did one in Half Moon Bay and like Cupertino. Just like yeah. like there was one summer where we were just playing shows consistently. I, I remember that because you guys were the band where I was like like I loved you and Paul. Yeah. 
And like, I got to know Alex really well from that. But you guys were the band where I was like, dude, I can't book you all the time if you play all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that I was like, telling me that. that was like the second wave. Like, there were three waves of fuck pin up. And like, that was like the second wave when everybody thought I was trying to be a dick. And I'm like, dude, we don't have any venues. Like, you don't understand. Like, yeah. I can't just keep throwing money at every warehouse that will let me put on a show. Yeah. You know? So I was very like, like, dude, I want to book this band, but you play too many shows. And then people were like, oh, well, you don't want us to have fun. <laughs> Which was like, I get it from, I got it from the band perspective, you know? But like, yeah. you know, you know now more because you, you have been around long enough. And also you understand how expensive it is being in a band. Yeah. You also see how expensive it is for the promoters. Now back then, nobody cared what it cost me. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is fine. I don't hold that against anybody, you know? Yeah. And like, I do what I do because I love it. So it's like, but it was like, I remember that, like, but, but it was also cool. Cause that was still like, I feel like when you guys were still a band, that was the very tail end of like, there was like six scenes in the Bay, you know, yeah. like the Selena scene, the Santa Cruz scene, the San Jose scene, the East Bay scene, and like the Peninsula scene and the San Francisco scene were all different and they were, it was all okay. Yeah. So like you could go do stuff like that and you weren't playing to the same people. Yeah. Nowadays you, it's all the same people. Yeah. I think that was also because, like, just thinking about it now, like, at that time, like, a lot of people that were kind of going in the scene, like, a, a lot of us didn't have, like, cars or licenses, mm -hmm. even at that point. Like, well, I had just gotten my license, and I had just gotten my first car, which was a minivan. Yeah. And I used to stack. I remember that. Yeah, I remember we were that. Just, we were just talking about this, uh, like, a couple days ago, like, how I would stack, like, I, I think I stacked, like, 13, 14 people, like, in my van. Yeah. And we, we would just send it to shows. I, 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 was, like a, I was, like, a taxi. I was an Uber yeah. pool. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and the other thing that I think that was nice about those days, Andy, was like, you know, you guys were choose your character. You were from San Jose. But then, like, we had five characters from the peninsula. And then there was Big for Death from Fremont. And then, yeah. like, you know, there was, like, the Walnut Creek band. So, like, there was literally, like, little pocket scenes everywhere. Yeah. And then, but now it's, like, you know, every band, all the members are from, like, the four corners of the bay. <laughs> well. Yeah. Well, three corners of the bay because no one's from the North Bay. Yeah. No disrespect to Ernest and all my peeps in the North Bay if they're watching this, you know, but no, that's too far. Yeah, <laughs> you know, of course, like nobody, nobody from the South Bay wants to be in a van with a dude from the North Bay. So, yeah, you know, now that's normal. Like, oh, we have a member in Santa Cruz and a member in Oakland and, a, and three members in San Jose. Now that's normal. But back then that wasn't OK. Yeah. I don't so, think. Yeah. I think no right was. No, it wasn't because. um so Sierra lives in SF, but my band before that that I was filling in for, I everyone lived in Fresno, and I lived here in San Jose. Which band was that? Dependence. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I would, and I think it was like almost once a week or once every other week, I would drive my ass to, I think it was either Fresno or Merced, and and we would just jam. I know it was Fresno because the our our guitar the guitarist Zach lived there, and that's who we huh. who we practiced with. Yeah, so I would drive my ass to Fresno like once a week. <laughs> Yeah, and we'd, and we'd practice. Holy shit! Yeah, that Loki sucked. Oh yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> I had to drive before the before COVID happened. I had to drive to Fresno twice a month for shows, and just that I was like, nope. Ooh, yeah, no thanks. Hard pass, <laughs> hard pass, dude. <laughs> it's crazy how I'll like totally be like, yeah, like I'll drive to LA for a show, or like I'll drive to like Oregon for a show. Let's do it. And then someone tells me Fresno, I'm like, eh, we'll think about it. Yeah, you're like, ooh. I'm like, to me, I'm like, uh, okay, there's a Del Taco out there. Like, I guess I'll go. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> but if Fresno ever loses that to El Taco, I don't think I'm ever stepping foot in that town again. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten that Del Taco though. I think it was the rallies there. That's what we fucked with. Oh, that's fair. Okay, I respect. I was yeah. gonna yell at you, but I respect that. I respect that. I respect. Yeah, that. I don't think I fuck with Del Taco. You can you you can hate me for that. I don't care. It's okay. I don't. Uh, they they the last couple times I've gotten it, I've gone out of my way to get it. Like when either when the girlfriend and I are road tripping somewhere, mm-hmm. or like when I'm traveling, and they've really disappointed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. That sounds that sounds like Del Taco. Yeah, that sucks because that used to be my spot, dude. That place was my jam. They had the one in Watsonville, didn't they? That's still a really sensitive subject. Okay, <laughs> they just closed without telling anybody. Really? So much pain, dude. I used to love living in Santa Cruz and going to shows in Salinas because I got Del Taco every single time. And, and it was, was so from, worth it. And it was from that Watsonville spot, huh? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep, gotcha. Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember for a while we were like, "Oh, let's try to do." Sh-. We were trying to do shows in Watsonville. Like mm-hmm. we almost had a spot worked out, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, Del Taco!" And then they closed, and I was like, "Now nah, we don't need to do shows in Watsonville." <laughs> I remember. I think you guys had. Oh man, I think you like Wolf King played in Watsonville. Yeah, it was a Wolf King yeah. show that I saw there. Yeah, it was one of those. Devastation on the Nation tours. Yeah, like, that's what like, it was. I don't think it, the Cryptopsy one was Catalyst, so it was maybe the Decrepit Birth one. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember seeing the flyer saying Watsonville. I was like, what? Like, where? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Andy. But well, fucking, um, that's tight. So, so you know, you've been in Choose Your Character. A couple other metalcore bands, and then you did Dependence, and then that's how you ended up in No Right, right? How did so? I, I've never actually asked the question because, like, I know all you guys and yeah. girl, but like, how did you guys decide to start No Right? Like, how did that? I don't. I, I, I I'm actually not privy to this information, and I feel bad because I literally feel like I watched you and Toshio grow up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what it happened was, so I think I was. Um, me and Tosho, uh, obviously we all played in bands together. Like mm-hmm. me and to- I had, I got, I had Tosho hop into choose your character and then we started doing peacemaker and then peacemaker stopped happening. And I missed, um, I missed that band by the way. Yeah. Same. I know you and me both, <laughs> but, um, Tosho and Sierra, uh, were friends and, uh, they, Sierra really wanted to start a band. And I think she just came to Tosho at one point because he was obviously like, he was just making random stuff, recording stuff. And I think we had just put out like Handy Andy Band or something like that. We were just putting out like joke God songs. God damn it. I remember that, dude. Yeah. That stuff was so funny. Dude. <laughs> so we were just like having fun, just posting random stuff. Tosho just doing what he does, writing sick shit and just having fun with it. Yeah. And Sierra just like, I think just hit him up one day. And she's just like, I want to start a band. And Tosho's just like, all right, down. So they started the band together. Um, I think they had asked me to do it and I, I think I'd said no at the time. Okay. So they had um, their core members were Tyler, Sierra and Toshio. They were all in the band together. They had the one song come out, did really well. And they did, I think they did a show or two with uh, different drummers and they didn't have like a set drummer yet because I don't think they had a drummer that was straight edge. Mm, okay. Yeah. So they didn't, they didn't have a set drummer yet. Um, so, uh, they hit me up for like one show. Like Tochi was just like, Hey, like, can you just please play the show with us? And like, he was my friend. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm down. And I think he had known, like, if I play the show, I'm probably going to be in the band. Cause I don't think I was, I, mean, I feel like, I feel like you and Scobie are the same way with that. 
Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, you know, like, you know, Scobie, like, yeah, yeah, from Helm's Deep and Moria. Yeah. Like everybody ends up hitting up one of the two of you guys for like every band. Yeah. And, uh, I, I played the show with him and, uh, like, I think it was just that night. He was just like, you just want to play in the band? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. So I mean, at first it was really just like Toshio and Sierra just like writing stuff, having a good time. Yeah. And then like it just just kind of just started going. Like we didn't have like an official thing. We just we just wanted to like play shows and have fun and like possibly tour on it if we could because we were all like we were all like doing like at the time like we were all full time school and, yeah. and or full time work. So like we had no intention of really doing anything but just to have fun and play music. Well, I mean that should always be the intent. Yeah, of course, and I mean it's still the intent, even though we haven't played a show in a year now. Well, no one has, so it's fine. I know. Well, some people have. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're just gonna get me on a tangent, Andy, and we both know when I go off, it's not good. Yeah. Especially if I'm on camera. So <laughs> nice try, though. Yeah. Nice try, Mr. Hout. Damn it. So close. So close. So close. Um, I, uh, I wanted to ask you a question. I wanted to have this discussion um, from your from from your perspective. Well, from mm -hmm. a, a guy's perspective. Yeah. So I completely understand the argument of female fronted is not a genre. Yeah. I grew up listening to, to a band called the distillers and a band called F minus mm -hmm. F minus was actually a, a thrash punk band that was completely filled with women. Yeah. And distillers, obviously I'm pretty sure most people know who they are at this point in time. That was a punk band fronted by a woman. Yeah. Um, and so to me, women in music was always seldom, but normal. And now there's this, I feel like, you know, a couple of years ago, there was the whole like female fronted, like it was like, how do I say this without, I don't want to sound like an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was like the thing to support a female fronted band. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I feel like that term became a genre. And I know that like you're in a band with a female member. Yeah. You know, and female fronted is not a genre. I don't believe that at all. You know what I mean? Um, because music is music and people are people. Yeah. So like how, like, do you have any thoughts on that phrase or that whole kind of like, movement like obviously it's good that people were supportive of women in bands and women especially being the front the front person in a band yeah. you know obviously that's okay but like you know i know you have to ask someone who's kind of i prefer to get these these have these conversations with people who like live through it you know what i mean like yeah we don't need two white people to talk about black lives matter what's the fucking point of that you know like just like you know, you're in a band with a female singer. So I'd rather ask someone in the band's perspective of like kind of how that is or was, was it, has it ever been blown out of proportion? Has it ever been like, you know, is it like an un, like, a, like has anything shitty ever come of that to you guys or like anything like that? Um, we've, we've heard some, like there's been a, a couple people that have actually like given a shit, like kind of in the beginning, yeah. Like, oh, it's just because, like, they're female-fronted, like, they're getting this. And, like, so they – yeah, some people would use it as, like, a derogatory thing. But, um, I mean, from the start of it, like, we weren't really we're, – we're not really a fan of that term because once you give something a name, it kind of puts it, it – it kind of sets it aside almost. Yeah. Not, not aside, but, like, it, it gives it – 
its own separate thing. Well, it's like it's like that becomes the focus, and the focus yeah. is not that you have a female singer. The focus yeah. is just that you're a fucking sick metalcore band. Yeah, exactly. And like, and and Sierra was just like wanting. She just always wanted to do vocals. That's all she wanted to do. Like, yeah. she didn't care that she was a female or anything. Like, that's what she wanted to do. And exactly. Like, that's that was the point of it. Like, so like obviously like we're not really a fan of it just because uh, it's it's not what we are. It's just us making music, and I don't think it really matters who is in the band or or who uh, or what they decide to to choose. Mm-hmm. To, to what they decide to claim themselves as. Yeah. Because at the it, end of the day, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. You're, you're making music and yeah, that's it. At, yeah. At the end of the day, we're here to play music. We're here to have fun. And that's what music is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like something that's always kind of bummed me out, like from my perspective of like, how to, like, like, I guess like I've always been like the person observing the scene in a different way than everyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I hate how there's been all, all these like clicks or like what's hype and like, you know, like hardcore and and is derived from punk music, and punk music is all about being different. Yeah. So like, you shouldn't strive to be accepted in a scene that's supposed to be built off being different. Does that make sense? Like, uh, am I, yeah. Am I explaining that in a in an okay way? Yeah, like, yeah, that makes sense to me. So it's like you know, whenever I have people that are like, oh, well, this band's tight because like, you know not all the dudes are white or this band's tight because they have a chick in the band or this yeah. band's, Oh, Oh dude, have you seen this band? Like they have a black singer. That's so different. And I'm like, so yeah. like, what, what the fuck dude? Like, yeah, the band is sick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like if you played old kill switch engage for somebody and they were like, this is fucking rad. You should never have to include. Yeah. The singer on this record is black. Yeah. Like, because does it fucking matter? No, it does not matter. Just like exactly. it doesn't matter that Sierra uh, is, associates herself with being a female yeah you know we get messages sometimes like yo for a girl like you're sick that's see that's oh god yeah and like we would just hear stuff like that and we're just like come on like seriously but you know like a good vocalist is a good vocalist and a bad vocalist is a bad vocalist regardless of like what how they identify themselves like that's such a exactly yeah like i said before at the end of the day we're all playing music doesn't matter who you are like we're here to play music and have fun dude exactly andy yeah exactly Fuck man, that was like a. I'm glad we were able to talk about. You know, like I, you know me, I explain shit. I'm like a boomer, and mm-hmm. I sometimes I explain shit in really dumb ways that makes yeah. me come off like an asshole or <laughs> like uh, I'm fucking stuck in the past. So yeah. I'm glad you understood what I was asking you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So thank you because that's not an easy question to ask without coming off almost like you're sounding like misogynistic. Which yeah, you know I'm not. You know yeah. what I mean? Of course. And I know I'm not. So. Um, anyways, okay. I want to, I want to do before we wrap the show up, I want to do something fun with you, Andy. So what is your favorite memory from growing up in our scene? And it, it's okay. If that memory is not a pinup show. Okay. Hmm. I'm not trying to put you, I'm not trying to put you in the hot seat to stroke my ego. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, honestly, it's, it's, it's just been like just in the moment of playing shows. I think that's always just been like the most fun I've had. Like I've always just felt like those like 20 minutes of, of playing. I've always felt like just almost free in a sense, like where I can just like whatever's happening, like outside, outside of the music scene, Mm -hmm. outside of me playing music, like I can just focus on playing drums and having a good time and nothing else that's happening in my life is like bothering me. That's awesome. And that's kind of like where it is. Like, I don't really have like a single moment. Like, yeah, I do have a bunch of those memories of like going to in and out with the guys in Goliath after shows. Of course. Or, of course yeah. yeah. Or like, or band practices and just meeting new people, hanging out with everyone, going to shows and watching bands. But like, for the most part, just like, just playing music was just the most fun for me. 
That's good. That's tight. I, dude, I like that. I like that. I like that answer. Thank you. You're a good dude, Andy. Um, okay, so what is... I didn't prepare you for this, so I'm really oh, sorry. Boy. This is fucking you up. Uh-oh. What is your favorite show you've ever played? Okay, so in, I, in any land, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about right. Yeah, exclusive. Yeah. Um, can I do two shows? Of course. Okay, so there's it's 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 two different shows. So like the turnstile turnover show that we played last year mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. probably like like my favorite, most memorable show because like it was it just meant so much to me. To just end up there, like we said, like going full circle and playing there, especially playing with Turnstile and Turnover. Turnover is like my absolute most favorite band. Love them to death. And that was my first time even seeing them, too. I don't know how that is, but yeah, that's because even I've seen that band. I don't listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're I'm absolutely in love with them still to this day. But like seeing them playing there, just everything coming full circle was awesome. And like all our friends were there to like gas us up and just like just having all of our friends there was such a great thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there wasn't one wrong thing with that night, which made it so great. So that's definitely a favorite. And then like we played um, there, uh, we played in this band uh, called Street Sharks. Where it was just like, yeah. Yes, I remember. <laughs> so where it was, was kind of like Handy Andy Band, if someone doesn't know what that is, it was um, it was like a, a band that we just have multiple vocalists on different songs. Yeah. And that's what Street Sharks was. Like, we had different vocalists on different songs. And it was like, it was, I don't want to say it was a joke band because it wasn't a joke and it was like fun, but it was like, we were meant to have fun with it and it was meant to be a good time. Mm-hmm. So we played a show at... Um, What's oh my god the satanic library or the the what's the library in not Pergs it's um Sabrosa Sabrosa thank you I don't know why I was spacing out on that but we it's played okay. a show at Sabrosa and like is that, that, that an anarchist book cafe is yeah, yeah what yeah. they technically call themselves I think so I don't I don't, I don't want to say anything I grew, wrong, I grew I up in so. Santa Cruz and I I should know the answer to this and I don't so I'm kind of embarrassed so <laughs> let's just keep going just keep yeah, talking yeah but that was definitely a favorite too just because like it was I mean the room is as big as like my bedroom yeah like and we just stacked so many people in there and that show was just like a good time and that set like our idea the whole like as we were practicing and like coming up to the show it was just like we were here to have a good time and to enjoy it okay and that was definitely a big one because it's just like everyone packed in everyone having a good time like no one gave a shit we were just out there having fun i like that yeah so those two definitely there was yeah the first one because of like how far i guess i've Mm -hmm. come i guess and the second one being because i didn't give a fuck whatsoever which is kind of important sometimes yeah exactly and that's kind of yeah exactly okay tight. <laughs> now i'm gonna ask you the selfish question because i highly doubt i'm gonna have anybody on the show that's played more more pinup shows than you oh what's your favorite show that you ever played for me whether it doesn't it, whether it's because of your set was tight or the yeah. band you played with or whatever you know I- I gotta think of I, I think I gotta think about that because it's it's been a minute since I we played like a a pinup show. Bro, well, could you, it could even be choose your character. It could be fucking yeah yeah. Um, I think the when we played it in a coffee, I think that that Ghost and Shadow show we played that was really fun. That was that that show yeah. will forever be one of my favorite memories of like yeah pinup. Yeah, that one like I was like absolutely crazy nervous for because I think that was like my first that was my first big show, 
and that was also my first show with Acophagy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it was at the the Metro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was at the Metro. Yeah, because like, I remember we were trying to do it at the Refuge. Yeah, and like that was dumb, right my, as the Refuge. Show. Yeah, my dumbass was like, let's just have guests at the Refuge. Well, why the fuck not? You know yeah. what I mean? That was when I was in my crazy, like, biggest show, <laughs> smallest room. Yeah. Let's do it. I think that, like, we everyone knew, like, I think we all knew like the refuge fade at that point. And I think we all just knew like, okay, this ghost inside show is going to for sure be like the last show ever there. No, it was like, like, so that was when spotty still worked with pinup. Yeah. Remember spotty. Yeah, of course. And that was, it was just him and I at that point in time. And I think maybe, maybe, uh, like Frankie or Justin was around, mm-hmm. but, it, but Casey wasn't really around then. Like he, he had just started helping us. Like it was, still me and uh, Spotty and Allison and myself doing everything. Yeah. And we literally, I remember we had the conversation, like we already know we're on the verge of losing the refuge. Let's just do ghost inside. And that's how we send the room off. That's literally what I wanted yeah. to do. Like, I don't remember how I promoted the show, but I, I, I remember in my head, I was yeah. like, I want to send the refuge off in the craziest way possible. The church might hate it, but like, I want, like, I mean the scene, those of us that were around those days, we'll never forget that place. But, like, I wanted to send it off, like, in style. You know what I mean? And that would have been just, like, fucking bonkers, dude. (laughs) Because I I remember – I definitely remember that – I don't think anyone really promoted it as the last Refuge show. Because, like, obviously none of us really knew. But, like, all of us knew when we saw Ghost Inside and he was Zabalba and, like, Reign Supreme – at yeah. the refuge and that was like the that was a prime for like Zabalba too. Zabalba was popping at that point. Yeah. And they were absolutely like 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 crazy heavy and just terrifying to see like terrifying. Alive. Yes. Yeah. And like just seeing that at the refuge was just like this that that's it. Like this this venue is going to be torn down. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was kind of our plan. It was just like yeah. This is the last hurrah. And then remember we had had that Fourth of July show a couple of weeks before. Oh yeah, and uh, it was like and I'll say it, I'll say it, I'll say it, I'll say it. <laughs> leaders shooting off fireworks in the parking lot was the last straw. <laughs> the only Christian band left in our scene <laughs> got the church venue shut. Was down. it the fireworks that did it? That was the last straw. So Whoa. like, so like all the boys, we're not going to say who because you and I both know. Yep, didn't listen to me, and they were drinking on the street in the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So that was a complaint that, so that was the, like that, that was where we were getting most of the issues. Okay. Yeah. So was that the kids, the kids, I was saying, don't drink on the refuge property. Cause you'll get in trouble. I was trying to trying to, I can say this now. Cause I don't care. I was trying to encourage people to drink in the parking lot of the businesses. Yeah. Not the refuge. Yeah. But the kid, all the, all the homies took that as, Oh, we'll go drink on the street. Like, no dude, don't drink in front of people's houses. Come on. Yeah. Fuck. Like, and so that, so that was already kind of like the issue. There was the show. Do you remember the show where fucking Sopo shut, like shoved Chewy by his throat against the wall and dragged Mikey out the hallway and shattered all the fuss, the fucking communion plates on the wall. Do no. you remember that? What? So I, I don't remember what show that was. But it was, like, one of those, like, big, like, San Jose versus Salinas blowouts. It was, like, yeah. the last big one. Yeah. And I was, like, fuck, dude. <laughs> and uh, so so that that was, like, that had been, like, a year prior. And we mm-hmm. hadn't really done a big show since then. Because, like, Mark, the guy that ran the refuge, and I were, like, let's just keep everything chill. It's, like, under the radar with yeah. shows. Like, let's not have anything huge. You know what I mean? 
And then like, so the neighbors were complaining about the kids drinking. And then um, there was just like, that was when pinup kind of started to fall apart. Like it was literally just spotty and I, so it was like, that was when I was like asking like you and Toshio and everybody, like, can you help out with the show? You know? So I think the fact that it wasn't structured and we weren't using real licensed security guards, because you remember all the security guards ended up being assholes or creeps, you know? Yeah. So I had to keep firing the security guards. Like <laughs> I'm not going to let those people around the fucking people that are there to see the shows. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it was all that. But then, so that night there was two incidents. There was leaders shooting off fireworks in the parking lot. And that was the night that like that girl, like some girl stuck with some girl's boyfriend. Yeah. And the girl keyed the other girl's car. Yeah. And didn't realize the girl was in the car. So the girl backed up and hit the chick. Well, the chick was keying her car. Yeah. And then like peeled out and took off, tried to take off and everybody blocked her off. And yeah. it was like, dude, you, like you hit this girl. You can't just leave the scene. Like, yeah, she was keying her car, but like, what the fuck, dude? And like, I'm inside running the show by myself. Cause like, we didn't have a sound guy that night. Yeah. So I was running the sound. Yeah. I think it was between shows too. So obviously everyone was already outside. Yeah. It was between sets. So like I'm inside trying to run the sound for like the last like band or two and this pops off and then somebody runs in to get me and I'm like, Oh my holy shit, dude. And then it was like right after that, like someone lit off fireworks well, yeah, so there was, like, one firework got lit off, and I was like, shut, what the fuck are you doing? It, it was literally right after the, the, the King car. Incident. Yeah, and then we went inside for the last, for Alcatraz and Lionheart. Yeah. And then they played, and then there was a big fight during Alcatraz, but it ended up, it chilled out. It was fine. And then, maybe that was actually the show, maybe this all happened at the same show, now that I think about it. Like, all this that you're talking about? With the plates being broken? Oh, I don't, know if, I don't know if the plates were on the same show. Maybe, maybe I, I, I don't. I don't remember that. Okay, then never mind. Um. Anyways, not the point. And then so the two bands played, and then we went out in the parking lot. I'm like, all the bands just started drinking together in the refuge parking lot, and I was like, guys, like you need to chill out. And I would go back inside, and they would just start doing it again. Yeah. And then they let off more fireworks together. <laughs> and I was, and then that was that was pretty much it, dude. Yeah. Like. But Leaders was the first band to light off the fireworks. That's all I'm going to say. I'm surprised you're even calling out the band, too. I mean, I <laughs> dude, I love Laz and Jonathan. Like, those are two of my favorite people. Yeah. Jo Jonathan's a fucking Republican, and everyone knows that that follows him. Yeah. And, like, he's still one of my – I still love the dude. I respect him. Like, when all the stuff has been going on over the last two years with, with Trump, yeah. like, it was never once, like, you're a crazy leftist. Like, he would, he would legitimately have conversations with me about it, yeah. you know? So I can appreciate that. He might not like that I'm saying this on the show, but I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Like, he's still a really religious guy, and I respect that. And we've had some really awesome intellectual conversations about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm still cool with him and Laz. Some of the other members of that band I am not cool with, but we're not going to go into that. Yeah. Um, but, like, him and Laz are the two main people that I associate with leaders these days. And, like, I love them. Obviously, like, Alfie was in the band for a little bit. Like, I worked with Call Sign after leaders broke up a ton. Yeah. You know, like... I got nothing but love for most of those dudes. So like, I'm not, a, I, yeah, I'm calling them out, but who cares? You know, it was a life, it was a lifetime ago, you know, Yeah, that's true. And they were just trying to have fun. I can't, I can never hate on someone, especially if they're my friends for having fun, you know? Yeah. I, I can't, I can't, yeah, you know? Agreed. And uh, Jonathan, you know, he, you know, to touch on that, that other issue, cause I don't want to start any bullshit, anything I just said. Jonathan is not a Trump supporter, but he is a conservative. And that's what we were talking about was like, I wanted to hit up somebody like 
because because as we've all come to learn, Andy, they have their own media. Like conservative people have their own media. Mm-hmm. It's no longer the same. So mm-hmm. I was like, what is what are you seeing? Like what is like the conservative Christian seeing about all the all the current world events versus what I'm seeing? And it was very interesting, man. It was such a such a crazy dynamic conversation. Mm-hmm. But tight. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you for answering my ego question. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. My pleasure. Always, always happy to to fill your ego up. Well, I'll stop that. That was not what I meant. Um, what do you think? What was the best? What was the best venue in the bay that we don't currently have? Who? Um. Or maybe not the best, but like, what was your favorite? Let's let's put it like that. I think I think it was either it was either the refuge or even the venue or no, like the refuge, the venue, San Jose Skate, like all three like meant a lot to me. Okay, yeah, and those are all such great shows. Um, I just remember like at the venue, like since it was like in the back, it was behind mm-hmm. the high school. Yeah, like, there wasn't anyone like watching us or anything, so we could just kind of hang out, have a good time, and get a little chaotic, but nothing too crazy. And then the refuge was just like. I guess you could say a staple. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, we had shows there like every week and it happened and it was just like popping. Yeah. So like probably those three, if not like the refuge, cause that was like the prime for me for going to going to and playing shows. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. there. I was there every week. Yeah. Well, we all were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, you know what, Andy? I think it's time for our exit questions. No oh boy. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna get ready to wrap it all up. Okay. Um, okay. So the first question is, what is your favorite color? Probably black. Black. Sick. Yes. Sick. You're so metal, Andy. You're yeah, so metal. Bla- black or pink. I respect both of those answers. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> all right, tight. Uh, second question. Actually, this is usually my, like one of my last questions, but I'm gonna ask it now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is whether they're your homies or not? What's like an an uh, an underappreciated or an up and coming or a new band that you're that you're real hooked on that you think everybody should check out that watches the show? Um, that's such a good question because I mean, like all these bands that like in the Bay Area that I've seen, like are like like Extinguish, like they're Extinguish is a great band that I've really enjoyed listening to. Um, even just like our friends in Jawstruck, Scowl to Scowl as well. I mm-hmm. mean, there's so many bands that we're friends with that like not not just because they're our friends, but like they're all putting out such good music. Yeah, there's so much good music coming from the day right now. I love it, dude. Yeah, it's, it's like, insane. And so many like, people. It makes me. I, I want to say it makes me proud, but I, yeah. I don't know so many of these people putting out this music. So yeah. like that might trigger some people if they think I'm proud of them because they yeah. don't. They had nothing to do with me and vice versa. But like. I love the Bay Area. You know that. Like yeah, this will and, always and be it's, my and home. It's, and it's all from the Bay, which is so sick. So sick, dude. Yeah, like you see, like like Drain and like Gulch, like are re- and like Tsunami are like all like bands that are really like kind of put uh-huh. the Bay like on the map and like are able to like bring these like up and coming bands and like bring them up and like sh- almost showcase them to the world because we're getting yeah. such good bands out of here. Well, and be- dude, being from Santa Cruz, I love seeing everything drain has pulled off, man. Yeah. Like, you know, back in the day we had like good riddance that put us on the map, you know? And then it was mm-hmm. like taste of blood and arsonist, you know? And then, Oh, the guitar player from animosity lives in Santa Cruz. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it was, and then now it's fucking, drain and i yeah. love that man like and then you know way back in the day it was blast back in like the, the the before times you know yeah so but that's awesome 
So I actually haven't listened to Extinguish yet. I have not checked them out. I need to. Yeah, they're great. They're fantastic. Um, like I don't want to say new kids because they've been in the scene for a while now, but like they're, new, they're is just it a new great. band. Um, yeah, I'd consider. I mean, I guess you could consider them new, but they're putting out some new stuff soon, and it's it's fire. Tight, tight. I'll yeah, check that them, out. Them, uh, Spy, especially too. Spy's a great band that I love. Uh, good friends of mine too. Just great music. Yeah, sick, sick. Well, excellent. Well, that, well that, that's good. I'm really glad. I, I knew you'd have good answers for that question. Um, okay. What is your favorite food? Uh, French fries, especially yours. Motherfucker, dude. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't ask you that fucking goddamn question. Yeah. Um, okay. What is your favorite tour food? Like what? something you can't get at home? Something I can't get at home. Um... Which I know is tough because it's pretty diverse here in the Bay. Yeah, especially it's diverse for us, too, because so like more than half our band is vegan. So we're always going to vegan spots and going to new places. It's not mm-hmm. usually like the same old. And we're we're big on that, um, even though like I might not like some of the vegan spots we go to. Like, I understand that they have like needs and stuff that they need to eat. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, like going out to go, going down south to like a Cane's or, or Whataburger was Ooh. always great. Yeah, and is it uh, it's Steak and Shake I think in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like getting going there and getting like a big ass meal for under five dollars. Yo, did you know they put a Steak and Shake in Campbell? I th- heard something about it. I don't even know if it's there anymore or if it still is. Let me. I heard yeah. something about it, and I heard like a Canes is coming to Berkeley as well too. Yeah, Canes. Well, see, the thing is, nothing matters in Berkeley because Smokes is in is in Berkeley. Do you have you do you know what that is? No, I don't even know. What so that is. so Smokes is. Like, you know, when you think of about America, you think about like Wendy's or McDonald's, you know yeah. what I mean? Or Taco Bell, uh-huh. you know? So Smokes is 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 just Canadian poutine, but it's like 40 different flavors. Oh. So it's like wow. it's like the big poutine chain in Canada. And mm-hmm. now there's like a few in America and they opened one in Berkeley. Oh. I didn't yes. know that. Steak and shake, search nearby. Yeah. Poutine is also very good. Going, going out to Vancouver and having poutine was probably one of my favorites. Ooh, dude, don't. There's just something about poutine in Canada. Nothing beats that. Like, I don't know why or where or how. I don't think I've ever had poutine in America, and I don't think I ever will. Uh, smokes, if, if next time you play Berkeley. Okay, maybe. I would, I, Dude, trust me, it's worth it. I, I, yeah. Would I, would I steer you wrong about food, Andy? No. You no. know what I mean? Like, I don't think you ever could. Uh, yeah, so the Steak and Shake is open. It's 211 South 9th Street, San Jose. Hmm. Maybe I'll maybe, yeah, I'll try it. Why not? I'll go out. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still have yet to try uh what is it? Shake Shack. Is it Shake Shack or no? What's yeah, the other I, one? Yeah, it's Shake Shack. I'm in there yeah. either. Yeah. I have never tried it, never been so, there. I, I personally the thing I miss the most is the fucking Waffle House, man. Oh I, how did I almost forget about that? Going to Texas and having Waffle House was probably the best. Wow. Dude, there's just Nothing. Can I change my, Can I change my answer now? Yeah, of course. Okay, Waffle House. Thank you for reminding me because it is you're, Waffle House. You're the guest on the show, dude. Yeah, I'm changing my answer. This is my final answer. Waffle House. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so now we got a couple hot seat questions. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. In and out or Whataburger? In and out. I knew that was the answer. Just, just, just hands down, you can't beat it. Um, have you guys toured the East Coast enough? To um, under, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're going to understand this question. Okay. Sheets or Wawa? We haven't we haven't had any. We okay. haven't been to any. 
So your answer is Bucky's then. Tight. Great answer. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, before we do the final question, there's always an exit question, which is the, the heaviest question of the show. Yeah. Um, what's up with No Right? How can everybody find the band online? Like, like the socials or like what's do you i think you guys prefer that people check out your band camp right yeah well so we're all on we're on spotify we're on all the major um streaming services we're on there um you could check us out on um, instagram or twitter like we have all the social media stuff too but okay. like you you can listen to both our eps on all major um streaming sites just look up no right okay and then i know the instagram is x no right x yeah not i think, all, I think so all, i think it's i think it's x no right most of the pages have an X in it somewhere. I'll have all the yeah. links to Andy's band in the description down below, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, what 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 are you guys most looking forward to other than shows coming back? Like, are you working on new music right now? Yeah. Or... So obviously, during COVID, it's been like kind of a huge break. Um, it's it's kind of different for bands because either like bands have been like working on stuff or they've been kind of taking a break. Um, it's cool to see all the bands like putting out new music still right now. Um, really? but I think we've, we've kind of, we've, we took a little break. Um, we've, we have been writing songs though. We're just kind of, we're kind of moving slowly. We're all just kind of vibing and doing our own thing too. Good. Tight, tight, tight. Okay. Here's the, are you ready for the last question, Andy? Mm, yeah. Bring it. I think this one's going to be hard for you. Okay. But I've also learned, I've actually learned stuff about you on this episode, mm -hmm. which is why I love doing this show. Cause like I've had people live on this. I mean, how long have we known each other? 11, oh, 12 years, you know, yeah, some, something like that. And I'm like, I learned stuff about you already. And I haven't even asked you the hard question yet. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I've been scared this whole time. You've been asking questions. So now I'm really nervous. <laughs> okay. So, you know, and, and I'm not implying that you're one of these people, but a lot of times, you know, I have people on the show that are in like way bigger, like huge bands. Yeah. Or like some people are have personas on the internet. Like, you know, that I used to be a lot more of like, I cared more about like my persona, my persona and how I was perceived. Yeah. Than like letting people actually get to know me. And in my recent years, I've let people actually get to know me and yeah. realize that it's not just Joel from Pen Up. Like I'm a fucking person. I'm funny. I'm good to hang out with. I mean, well, even though I come off like a fucking jackass sometimes, you know, like, so, so, you know, one thing that I know a lot of musicians struggle with for a myriad of reasons is, is pulling back the veil, so to speak. So like, what is something about you, whether it's a hobby, a personality trait, or like a personal characteristic that you wish more people knew about you. That's not easy to know about you just from following you on the internet or, or hanging out with you at a show. Oh, wow. Um, geez, that's, that's, that's kind of a hard one. Cause I'm, I'm very, uh, I guess I could say I'm very public about my life. Yeah. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You've always been good about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very about that. And like, I mean, I'm, I'm very focused on like two things and that's, or like three things, I guess. And that's like work, um, music and then cars. Yeah. Like a big thing for me is cars. Like if you don't follow me on Instagram or Twitter, like that's a lot of what I post. Yeah. Just cars. It, is. it is. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I don't really know what else can I say? I mean, I'm a, I'm I, like, I'm very like driven and I'm very, um, I'm not good at focusing on like multiple things at once, I guess. I'm very so, like, so you have a high level of like dedication. Yeah. I have a high level of dedication, but like I, it's always like on one thing. Okay. Yeah. Like I'll focus that. on one thing, like what, uh, and then I'll, I, then I'm able to like focus on the next. Okay, okay, that's tight. Yeah, I respect that. 
That's yeah. Like I said, I wasn't sure what you were going to say. I, I've been waiting all day to ask you this question. <laughs> I didn't even know either. That was a tough. That that is still a tough one. That I'm trying to think about. Well, not everybody. So like, when people check out the shows, like they always don't always wait till the end. So most people, yeah. I, I get to catch like ninety percent of my guests off guard with that question. Yeah. So it's tight. You know, like me for example, like I, you know, and I, everyone's probably going to turn the show off right now because they've all heard me say this. Oh boy. But like, one of my things is I love to read. You yeah. Know? Like this bookshelf behind me is all whether it's Star Wars books, Lord of the Rings books, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've read it all. Like, yeah. like as a kid growing up, I read. I was that nerd. Like it wasn't comic books. I read fucking books, like yeah. thick ass books. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I wish more people do that about me because everyone just assumes I'm some like big drunk, bad ha- bad grammar having like <laughs> silly just internet idiot. You know what I mean? Which is <laughs> which I mean I am all those things. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, I'm I'm not as uh, I guess I'm not as dumb as I look. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Well, I look pretty dumb with I look pretty dumb with this eye patch on right now. But. <laughs> I don't think that. But I think it's obviously it's it's all about like what you put yourself up as, especially yeah. online, because like obviously you are like a very big like a lot of a lot like you and me like we know a lot of people through social media and that's yes. how we keep in contact with people too exactly knowing people for knowing like knowing people from like other states like i have i have some great friends in the pacific northwest up in vancouver mm-hmm. um, up in calgary and like yeah. uh, washington and they don't get to see me ever so like yeah. and us showing ourselves on social media like for me, it's important to show myself and who I actually am on social media. Yeah, I, I don't want to show myself as somewhat different. What whether I like, I might joke about it a lot on there, but I try to show who I am and like what I'm about. Yeah, which is I wish more people did that. Like I for a while, I know I had the really bad problem of I was always like, I'm Joel from Pinup. Like we we only put on good shows. All yeah. of our shows are packed. Like. I'm fucking, I'm the guy you want to be friends with, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, I don't know what happened, but, like, I definitely had some friends to kind of help me wake up. And, like, you know I've had some crazy shit that's happened in my personal life yeah. to kind of help me, like, readjust my priorities. And now I'm, like, I want everybody to know me, and I want to let my work, my work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now that's how I am now, and I'm very glad I'm the way I am now because yeah. the way I used to be was kind of shitty. Like, I understand why some people didn't get to know me, but I also didn't put the real me on the internet. It was always about, like, you know, support what I do, support what I am, you know, like I'm so cool and like, I'm not cool. I fucking suck. You know this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, I'm fun to hang out with, but I'm not like that tight, you know? So like, I'm tight, but I'm not that tight. You know, like we have some friends that like Adrian is fucking way tight. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's fucking sick. He's exactly. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. You know, I know that it's okay. I'm not tripping. Yeah. You know, I'm way better when my superpowers unlock like tequila. You know what I mean? But like, that's, that's not the point, you know? So, all right, dude. Well, that was it. I don't, I don't have any other questions for you. I thought I had one more, but it, it, it left my brain because we started talking about other shit. Yeah. Which is a very typical Joel thing. So, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's just classic for you and me. I always go off on tangents. Yeah. Yeah. We're both like, huh? What? what? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> huh? Is this on? Hello? Yeah. Hello, Andy. Hello. All right. Um, You're getting right, well, a little old man there, right there. Boomer Joel, he makes the appearance <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right, Andy, thank you so much for joining me, my friend. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Um, everybody at home, follow Andy on social media. It's uh, at Andrew Hout. I'll have it in the in the links down below. Don't even worry about it. Um, thanks for watching. Check out Andy's band, No Right, especially uh, 
him, Sierra, Toshio, everybody are real fucking good people. Some of my favorite like people to work with and be around. Um, they also make really sick merch. Um, very sick. Very sick. Um, again, I'll have the van links and Andy's links in the bottom of the episode of the show. Please make sure you subscribe if you're still watching on YouTube. Click that button. Uh, Andy, just so you know, I do also put this out in podcast format, so it's like just audio stuff. Yeah. So... So no one has to look at me. That's perfect. Or me. Yeah. God, like, they definitely don't want to look at me. I know or, that. Or, or me. I should literally just have like the show be Bowie and then my, my voice going off. Because people will probably watch that, you know? Yeah. Anytime there's a dog in it, I feel like it's just more views. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I got you. Hopefully this little dog sticker helps. You know what I mean? I hope so. I, I hope think so. your thumbnail just needs to be a dog. It's just, it should be you talking to Bowie. That should be the thumbnail. <laughs> it's just not even me. Yeah. Okay, sick. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe yeah, I'll have my. We'll maybe I'll, or maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll swing by and we'll do like a photo of me and Bowie. Oh, that'd be like touching snouts. That'd be so cute. <laughs> I would maybe. love that. I would yeah. love that. You'd probably love it too. So. Oh, I would. I would love anything with a Bowie. I know you haven't gotten to meet her yet because of COVID. So. I know. You'll get. You'll get to. Don't worry. I'm excited. I want to. Yeah, she's. She's. The, the, well, I don't know where she is. She's wonderful. So. <laughs> But all right, Andy, thanks so much for being on the show. Everybody, this has been another episode of Joel Cupcake Live. And, uh, you know, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.